Hello and welcome to the Odeer Podcast. My name is Christian Duran, Senior Vice President of the Odeer Podcast, Odeer Nation, Odeer Limited, Odeer Weekly, and all subsidiaries there in 42 Witch. With me, as always, on the one podcast where we talk about the things that would make your mother clutch her pearls and yell, oh dear, here are my co-hosts, Brett Rabel and Nick Whitmer. I like this NPR mood we started with. Is well, it? Brett, how does that make you feel? Uh, well, uh, sexuality is a spectrum, so it confirms that feeling in me. <laughs> well, I know we're... I don't know. I know we're joking around, but I, I am... Uh, starting in a somber tone, as you can tell by my voice, because I do. There's some news that happened this week that I know this podcast has been upset about, particularly Whitmer, and that's that Tom Brady has retired. <laughs> Dude, I don't get sports fans. Like, I have like four posts on Reddit that have been downvoted like to oblivion. Yeah, like four different people posted Tom Brady is retiring, and I, I basically commented good get the fuck out (laughs) (laughs) and everybody's like downvote 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 i'm like why are you like why everybody should be ecstatic you know what i mean like what are you guys doing like why is everybody pretending to like this guy now all of a sudden actually wimmer this past weekend lost 25 pounds dancing in the streets It's like, you're like you're great, fan, man. Like if you're a Patriots fan, I get it. Even if you're a Bucks fan, all right, I'll give it to you because he got you a ring. But everybody else should be. This is the 22 years of this guy literally stomping on my football soul, just mm-hmm. stomping on it. 22 years, 22 cucking, years of ruining football for me. Cucking you, football. He also cucked you. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Good for Sarah. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean you're right. Uh, it's it, it's uh, it's just such a relief to know that this guy won't win any more Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, oh, finally, he's done. Thank God, he's done winning Super Bowl rings. Someone posted on on Facebook um, that like I don't know if it was a fake news story or a fake tweet or something like that. Was they? Um, they said breaking news: Tom Brady has has uh, signed a one day contract with the New England Patriots so that he can retire as a New England Patriot. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. That's not real. Is, is that real? Yeah, that they do that. It's what? like a dumb. It's a dumb ceremonial thing that that like it, it happens a lot of times if you played the majority of your years with one team and you're most known yeah. for playing for that team. It's like a formality thing where you just sign a one day contract and retire as a that. Yeah. It's it, they, a lot of people do it. Wouldn't it be great though if he signed a one day contract with a random team like the Browns? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just He's you know, retire as a Washington Redskin. They're like, we don't even use that name anymore. He's like, no, bro, <laughs> you're gonna you lose that name. Um, he comes out. He comes out of the retirement past conference is like Indian address and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> his wow. face is painted. <laughs> He's like, woo, 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 I'm retired. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Yeah. And the media offensive. would still fillet him. They would be like, "Good job, Brady. Way to way to go, buddy. You're just so awesome." That'd be funny if he signed the one day contract, and then they're like, "Psych! It's twenty years." <laughs> like what? Yeah, he, to, to go back to but how this guy's a liar, by the way, is the story got leaked somehow. Someone either in his inner circle or somebody leaked it to the press. Um, and it was over the weekend they announced his retirement. And then he comes out on Monday and he's like, dude, he's like, I haven't even, I'm not even close to, to fit, to making a decision. Like I, I, you know, whatever, 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 like this, these reports are untrue. This is bullshit. Yeah. And then 24 hours later, he tires. <laughs> it's because he, it's like when deflate gate happened and he threw his phone away. He's just a liar, dude. He's a fucking liar. Well, what's he supposed in his defense? Is he supposed to go? Oh, it's true. Like, you know, it's, that's kind of not cool by whoever his friend or like hope close confidant is. Right. I mean, what you do is you just don't say shit to anyone, but your wife. 
Yeah. Well, no, you just like if you're going to retire, it's like when he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A journalist broke that before he announced it. That's just what happens. It's like he's been doing this for 22 years. He has to know by now. What like, if? Yeah, God, he could have so much fun just being a performance artist, fucking with people. No, yeah, like that's what I thought, dude. dude. He, like, imagine him calling a press conference. Go, emer- I guys, I have an emergency press conference, and then you know everyone shows up, and then he goes, "I just want to announce my new line of energy drinks, uh, TB12, TB12 hour energy," and now he just gets like. Everyone in the media is watching. They interrupt other telecasts to be like yeah. Tom Brady retirement, and then it's just free ad for TB12 Energy. <laughs> Dude, I, mean, I really thought that what was going to happen is he was going to retire, but since that they decided to, they leaked it. He was going to go play another play year another. out of spite to ruin everybody's <laughs> time. Like I really thought that. That's how much this guy tortures me. Is that I was like, good job, media. You fucked up again because now you're going to make him come back and play again just to prove you wrong. <laughs> I, I don't get this thing where it's like, I, I get what you're saying, Whip, but I also don't get this thing where it's like celebrities owe you the truth. Like, you know, if I was a celebrity, I would just lie all the time. All the well, time. a lot of them do. Public. Like Tom Brady's a good example. <laughs> well, I would uh, they just, do lie, yeah. About... Touching kids about a lot of things, Percy. <laughs> Deflating footballs, pretty much equal ground there, you know, those two offenses. <laughs> but like, for example, in like the, the Spider-Man movie that just came out, they were asking, it got out that like, well, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, all three of the original, or all, the two other Spider-Men are in it, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And whenever they would ask Andrew Garfield, he'd be like, no, no, I'm not in it. He just lied. Whereas like, yeah. for years and years when I would watch this stuff, like, you know, these interviews and stuff, um, leaks would get out and then they would ask this, the actor, like, are you in the movie? Or like, you know, what's the big surprise? And they were like, I don't know. I can't tell you. Like, just lie. Just say, right. no, I'm not in the movie whatsoever. I'll sue you if you keep saying I'm in the movie. <laughs> like, just fucking lie. Like, I just don't get, I don't get this I would have gone with- way even more in the other direction. I'd be like, I, I quit that job. Yeah. I'll never play Spider-Man again. I think Superman movies are gay, dude. <laughs> Superhero <laughs> movie. Like, just go, like, way over the top. And that, that's how you get yourself... Yeah, Andrew Garfield's definitely not in the new Spider-Man movie. He called it gay. <laughs> or that's how you get yourself retroactively edited out. Because you, you like, you get, you know, you're like in the movie and it's like a nice, cool moment and you're going to yeah. get a four and a half million dollars for two and a half weeks of work and then you just... Wow, you really, uh, really <laughs> fucked yourself by calling it gay. He's like, "Did I? I, I the check cleared." I'm <laughs> 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 spending that sweet Disney money. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I um, uh, that that story was very funny to me. I thought of Whitmer as soon as I saw it. I I, I call you and see how you were doing. But also- <laughs> Whitmer answers with uh, tears of joy in his eyes. Yeah, I saw Christian. <laughs> it's like when they finally like catch the guy who killed your daughter or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just needed closure in this hard time. Whit, are you afraid that Tom Brady is going to see one of your angry Reddit comments? And then he's going to announce, you know what? Because of what uh, <laughs> Nick Whitmer said, I'm coming back and I'm going to win one more. <laughs> and he wears a jersey all season with your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love the free publicity, honestly, at this point. What would you do? Emotion, like, what would you do? Your Pittsburgh Steelers die hard. Tom Brady signs with the Steelers for one season. Are you happy? Mm. It's interesting. <laughs> Because he is still an objectively very – he is objectively at mm. least – his past season was very good. I, you can look oh, up yeah. his stats. No, there he, are, they're the, great, the yeah. best stats in the NFL. He wasn't the best quarterback because Tom Brady is just blessed always with like, wow, every year his team is really good. And any other quarterback would look around and go, like guys who are as skilled or talented must go, this fucking fucker – Aaron Rodgers is more talented. Peyton Manning was more talented. Uh, even today, Mahomes is more talented. But 
you can look up this stat, not to sound like Whitmer, but Tom Brady has played 78% like, of playoff games. This I love it. This podcast is turning to like ESPN shitty first take. <laughs> <laughs> He's played 78% of playoff games with like a top 10 defense. You can look at other All-Stars. Mahomes played 11%. Um, or like Manning's played like, like none. Like it's just like uh, – is. I, I, I contend that he is the loat and the goat. He's the greatest all time and the luckiest of all time. You make your own luck, but also the front office does too. So, dude, he's a scab too. Like, he's a fucking. You know how much money he made this year? $10 million. That's criminal that because you married a woman worth more money than you and then you paid 21 other years in the NFL and you have so much money. Like when you take less money like that and then you convince other players on the team to take less money, it's it's that's actually a shitty thing to do. Like if you if you take away that context of sports and a salary cap, it would be like if comics like a comic was calling all the clubs going like, guys, if you book me, you don't have to pay me for the spot. You know what I mean? Like you're being like kind of a scab to other comedians who need the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like but- I'm independently wealthy, so I don't need money from stand up. So I, you know, I do all this stuff. You know, I take less money on purpose. Like just because you're independently wealthy like there's something shitty about that that no one ever talks about they're like oh good for tom brady taking a pay cut good for him i'm like no not good for him fuck he fucks over everybody like a quarterback like kirk cousins has his limited career to make generational wealth for his family he can't afford to take pay cuts because he has to make enough money to last not only the rest of his life but to literally have his whole family have wealth like generational wealth you have a limited 10 to 12 years usually if you're a quarterback yeah that's if you have a great career other play, yeah, other players have way less than that to make as much money as possible because this only lasts a little bit. You're a knee injury away from never playing again. Like to me, that's so disrespectful to take less money because, and then it makes people go, "Well, why didn't fucking Aaron Rodgers take less money? Why didn't Peyton Manning take less money? They could have won more rings." It's because they're not bad people, dude. They're not scabs <laughs> to every other quarterback who have to come after them. Listen, well, you know, I mean. In fairness, I don't think that's, you know, uh, he prioritized winning more than money when because money. Because he had money. His wife was worth $500 million. Of course, it'd be nice. Imagine if well, you were married to a woman who had $500 hold, million. Hold, hold on. I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning, while they aren't married or don't have as much money, they're kind of at that point, the guys like that, where they're fine forever, no matter what. Clearly guaranteed, it's undeniable. Like, yeah, I, I know. Like the difference between a hundred million and a ring is better than a hundred fifty million and no rings. That's like a hypothetical, but like that idea, I think is true. And- Tom Brady was like the fucking. He was like the the twenty seventh highest paid quarterback or something ridiculous. He made ten million dollars against the cap this year, like. He made a third of what like Kirk Cousins makes. He made a third of like that's like so be that's like I get taking a little bit of a discount. Like if he took if you're supposed to make thirty million, he took twenty seven. They put the extra three back into the team. But that's but but then it goes well as we talk that he always has great defenses. I mean, when he became a player that could command a salary, his first three Super Bowls, he was just a game manager and was thrown. Uh, to manage games for a arguable best defense in the league and the best coach in arguably football history. So he kind of just managed games and like did enough. Um, but later years, he became a uh, game changer. And I mean, as we talk and criticize, oh, he's always on good teams. Well, maybe in his later years, that's also a direct consequence of his choices that, um, so you know to give uh, to give Tom Brady a little bit of cred because I wait, I part of me thinks you'll just anything he does you just negative your brain just negative spins it. No, but you don't understand so, though. Like it, it's like look at it in another context of, of 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 anything outside of professional sports, and it's a complete shitty thing. Well, it'd it may like, not be. be like, well, no, it, no, because like, there's not. It's not like there's collective bargaining or there's like unionization going on. He's just doing it as his choice as a 
free agent within the market and it doesn't take away from other people's abilities or chances to come out. It it absolutely does. It takes away from a lot of other people. One, all of the other players on his team that he he asked to take less money to come back this year to play and they didn't win the Super Bowl, by the way. Um, it's like they lost a year of their careers that could last one more season, four more seasons, three more seasons. And but then they, and you they, could they, argue they, they don't have to take it. Of course, but it's Tom Brady and he has the power to, to fucking basically, if you dig, if you go against him, you're persona non grata. Like he, it's like, sure. You have the, you can say no, but are you? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like the Clintons. Did you end up dead? No, uh, but the, the, no, the cri- is, no like, criticizing a dear family friend, Hillary. And Bill. <laughs> it's Here's like, the real to me, question. it's like, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Finish your point because I got a no, I was going to say, like, if you take it away from sports and and I know it's it's not it's never going to be a perfect one for one because sports is unique because there's a salary cap and everything like that. But like. Like it just like the fact that he takes less money, and then there's a billionaire owner who's who makes more money forever because there's no salary cap on the owner's money, and the the franchise is worth. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's a great that's a great point. The owner is they're never like there's there's never been a. <laughs> I love that. There's no salary he's cap on the owner. Making these billionaires even more rich, their franchise value goes up by billions of dollars because they win all these Super Bowls and they become yeah, but, bigger brands and everything like that. But 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 again, going back, it's like if you take it away from football and you compare it to something else, and like you you own a business and you're trying to hire you know, the employees to work for your business. And then another guy has a business. It's it's your rival. But he just basically goes, well, I'm independently wealthy and I only run this business as a hobby. So, you know, like, you know, I, I can afford to just, you know, work for free or something and, or something along those lines. And like the financial risk is not there for him. It's not an even playing field. So like he can just destroy you business wise. Why? Because-, because his plumbing company or whatever this analogy is, has already won six plumbing national championships. <laughs> no, it's, be- it's because it's because the decisions you make are weighed differently than the decisions he makes because he has a security blanket of of crazy wealth behind him but so, also wealth that he earned over time by so marriage like, by marriage he earned the well wealth by marriage Good i mean him. it's he's column only, a column b only, dude, dude, dude you're, you're just always the negative only professional athlete who married somebody who's worth more than him no prof- it'd be like if michael jackson married oprah or uh, michael jordan married oprah you know what i mean like what do you like there's no every he he's married to a woman who made who's worth more money than him in fairness he, less he had money he of had already he less money he had already accrued a near a maximum amount of money in terms of the game of earth but yeah, I think in terms of, and that, that's why no one can relate to this because they're like, what are you talking about? Twenty seven million is still good instead of twenty nine million. And it's not the point, though, because I'm not it's not my point isn't that he took less money. My point is, is that when you have that much money, it's it's peanuts to take less because you have so much already. So if you're taking less just for the competitive advantage, when you know that other players would have a harder time doing that because they're not married to someone worth more than them. Then it's it's to me. I think that's shitty. That's that's all I'm saying. I think I think so, that's a shitty thing to do. Can I ask you because I I have no dog in this fight. What should he have done? If you are a player and you're in a union like he is, it is your responsibility to play at market value at whatever position that you can get, because you are setting an example for the past the the the, the generations that come after you. If you're purposely taking less money you're setting that example to players in the future who maybe don't come from what you come from. Maybe they didn't come up as a, a rich white kid who married a supermodel who was worth $500 million. Like maybe, you know, other generations. So like, basically you're setting a shitty precedent for people behind you. I would even argue as a football player in a union and having the camaraderie of other football players. I think that's important. I would argue, and this is, I think, is a fair argument, and I apologize if this is not comedy, but that he has raised the value of the NFL so much. When he entered the league, I read a stat that the league's TV contract was $2 billion, and when he left it, it was like eighteen. And I would argue he is the biggest reason 
for that increase in value. He's not the soul. That's stupid. There's 32 teams. There's a lot of players. But he's the biggest NFL, and by extension of the NFL, probably American sports star the last two decades. The only argument is LeBron or Kobe, but Kobe obviously died and LeBron is still an argument. The point is, I do think he increased the value of the NFL. Uh, and perhaps there's an argument there that even by taking pay cuts, he still made everyone richer, including owners, which obviously they benefit the most because, well, they own shit and people who own shit tend to be okay. It's like a comedy, a comedian whose parents are loaded and pay for everything that they have and, and they go to headline a club. It's, and it's not they, they, true they, they, because they, they, he earned the money. Like it's like like he still earned generational wealth, and then was like, "I need less generational wealth." I mean, we could no, but but no, it, it's literally Christian. Like, we need something funny. <laughs> oh, was, bright question. Right, was it's like be. you go to headline bananas in in, in in Indiana, and bananas is like, yeah, but the last time. A comedian wanted a headline. We only paid him $500 because he's independently wealthy. So why should I give you more money than him? He's really funny too. You're like, you're like, fuck you, dude. Like take your market value. Stop lowering it for the rest of us. You're a cocksucker. <laughs> That's all. Sure. I, think it's a, I think it's a scabby thing to do. Here's my but question. You're right. It's not a very funny thing either. Here's the real question. Bringing it to comedy. Is uh, Nick Whitmer, as we all know, is recording his album as uh, special, excuse me, yeah, on Sunday, February, yeah. February 8th. Is that Sixth. Sunday? Sixth, excuse me, February 6th, this Sunday at the yeah. comedy shop in the Village Lantern here in New York City. Yeah. What are you gonna do, Nick Whitmer, when Tom Brady hears this and sits right up front <laughs> <laughs> and heckles the fuck out? How amazing would that be <laughs> if he's like. Because the three of us will be on the show, I believe. Yeah, Brett, myself, and uh, Whitmer, obviously, of course. That would be great if he's like, Brett, you were cool. <laughs> I'll enjoy your set. <laughs> Christian, you really didn't have anything to say. I don't, I'll don't. Uh, <laughs> i get a drink while you're on stage. <laughs> you think Whitmer. I'll let that dude in? Tickets are $15, but since Brady, you're Brady, I'll, give, I'll let you in for 11 because you know you're you know you deserve the break you just continue to get breaks on every fucking thing he does the cape fear laugh on you <laughs> what's you the tell cape a joke. fear left it's uh, uh in cape fear um robert mitchum robert de niro whatever they were like he plays a convict and he goes to harass the lawyer that put him in jail so once he gets out of jail he goes like to the town that the lawyer lives in that fucked him over and he just like goes they're at a movie theater watching like some really bad movie and he sits right in front of them on purposely and just goes ah, <laughs> at all the bad jokes in the movie just to ruin their time so he just goes to whitmer shows and like every time he makes he does the thor thunder god he's like ah, that's funny that's harder to deal with than heckle i know he's like, like what i'm helping <laughs> I think only uh, I think only Michael Jordan would have that much of an ego to show up to a unknown comedian set to destroy him. Like Michael, he's Michael that Jordan's petty. that petty. I don't think Tom. Brady you should that petty. you should tweet right now, like MJ, you're a bitch if you don't show up. Yeah, and like MTL, who cares what he has? Like his daughter's graduate, he doesn't give a fuck. He'll be there. He'll, He'll be, be there because you call them a bitch and that you could take him. In a suit that's too big. <laughs> <laughs> of all of all ultra wealthy people on earth, Michael Jordan has to have the worst fashion sense. Dude, so much so that there's a Trump. So much so that there's a website called What the Fuck Is Michael Jordan Wearing? <laughs> and the funny thing was when I first saw somebody sent me the site. Let me see if I can find it. What? Oh, shit. Well, first off, uh, Michael Jordan. Listen, I know he's from an earlier era where uh, baggy and loose fitting was more the style. But even from that era, you're like, dude, dude, you know how big the clothes have to be to not fit a very athletic, jacked, six foot seven. Do like six six guy like 
the clothes he's his, they make him they're the it's the david byrne suit from yeah, uh the talking head suit from stop yeah. making sense a thousand percent right <laughs> So the website the website is called W2F is mikewearing.tumblr.com. W2F is mikewearing.com. Oh, I love it. So like when I first somebody sent me this and the first couple I was like, I mean, okay, whatever, like he's just in some jeans and stuff. And then you go like three pages down you're like, Ugh. dude, he's like wearing he's wearing like a big like gap shirt. That's like it's like a it's like a striped shirt from the gap, but it's like triple XL. And I know, like I know. And then his he's wearing like Jinkos, dude. I'm not even joking. He's wearing like Jinkos. Oh, it's it's partially why MJ is fucking awesome. Is this dude I think is so like competitive and so like like, you know, I don't think MJ had, like, a luxurious upbringing. He still, I think, has, a, like, I'm poor mentality. So even though he's, like, $800 million, he's like, there's a sale at Gap. I got to, like, get Maybe. this, like, great deal at the Gap. LeBron has a version of that, by the way. Yeah? Uh, there's a funny anecdote of a teammate, you know, in the locker room. They have the speakers, and LeBron was playing music from it, and Spotify ad come on <laughs> that's great and they're like lebron why don't you get premium and he's like he's, he's like i'm not paying 10 bucks a month <laughs> like, oh, really dude that'd be great if he's like they're at the hotel you know in toronto for a game or whatever and he's just like guys they got free soap <laughs> <laughs> or he's like continental breakfast at nine <laughs> <I'm setting> my <laughs> alarm <laughs> i think they made fun of him in that movie Tri- train wreck for that i think there oh, was that's like, right yeah yeah that he was, was like because that's true like and it is funny like his values and stuff i think it's because like michael jordan's a basketball savant too and like the only thing michael jordan wants to do is win yeah. and anything else is so like not interesting yeah. to him to the level right. that that's what he's gonna he picks out stuff in the closet he doesn't even look like you know he's like a 10 year old kid he's Here's just like right. dude I'm Here's the thing. <laughs> See the thing. Win. The thing is, though, I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like, ah, like he's wearing it like he looks good. Like <laughs> that. He, Christian's right. Christian's absolutely right. <laughs> like he's not like link in the chat here. Yeah. Hold on. Oh he's, my god. He's not wearing stuff like ah, whatever. I don't care. Like he's at like going to a premiere, like a red carpet. <laughs> and, like, like his shit is matching. It just sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like there's all there's oh. court color coordination that goes into it and stuff like, it, it, especially this one. If you go down a couple pictures where it says mike tripping you're like he thinks he looks great yeah i know that's yeah it's you know what it is it's, so much of it is the fit michael jordan the clothes just do not fit and it's fucking hilarious because he's even now he's like as fit of a dude as you're gonna get like he has as good of a body as you can get yeah and yet his he just looks bad. Like Dude, I, the only thing I will say is his suits are insane. His suits are yeah, exactly the David Byrne suit, right? But to be fair, when I watched the Last Dance documentary, I was like, everybody's suit was like that at the time. I was like, I, that right. was shocking when I saw that. Doc- that was the most shocking thing about that documentary is how big the fucking suits were back then. <laughs> and it wasn't like it wasn't just the Bulls. It was everybody. Was, yeah. I guess that was the style. That's like if you go back and look at the draft from like the early 2000s, like the early 2000s NBA draft is the funniest fashion because it was clearly way too influenced by the Matrix movie. So everybody has like those Oakley, Ovaly sunglasses, like really small sunglasses. And then they're wearing the baggiest possible suit of all time. (laughs) Like it's just so funny that that era of fashion is so it's so bad. Yeah. And like it's gonna come back, dude. Because I've seen, know, of course, I've seen like some girls and stuff walking around Brooklyn wearing like really baggy jeans and stuff. So like mm. that's definitely that's definitely yeah. coming back. 
Yeah, that ninety late nineties two thousand thing is gonna come back hard, and then the gr- girls are gonna have the g string sticking out of the uh, the thong sticking out of the pants sick. a little bit sick, again. Sick, sick. We're gonna get back into flipping off every camera in sight. I know, baby. I cannot wait for the nineties to return, dude. Mostly in terms of uh, like taste and everything, like what bad we're allowed. Taste. Bad taste. <laughs> I was talking to um. A family, a guy, someone in my family, about a very smart guy, like really up on everything, and he predicted that there would be a very sharp move in this country to a, like a conservative side because of just how ridiculous everything is right oh, now. Oh, dude, yeah, everybody hates cancel culture. Everybody hates woke culture. Like the midterms, the Republicans are going to win in a landslide. Biden will lose. Republicans will be back in. And it'll almost get back to like, you know, it's almost like a reaction from like the 60s. Yeah. yeah. And I, and it's, it's, it sucks because like for the country, I wasn't super excited because where I stand politically is always a little bit for like comedy and stuff. I was like, dude, like, comedy stinks now with how fucking because liberal culture is still the front running culture we talk about this a lot but it's like it's they sit there and do they do their political jokes and they do their 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 takedowns of stuff and it's just so boring and so shitty like i miss subversive comedy so much the only subversive comedy now is like tim Dillon and like people like that and you know doing like making fun of people on the right and everything or on the left yeah. But they don't get credit for being subversive because the liberal media owns everything. Sure. So it's just liberal no. culture is running amok, and I think it's going to like hit a sharp right turn. I think Christian even said it is about like I think we we're talking about kids now are like more religious. Weirdly enough, like the younger generation. I'm like, here it comes, baby. This is what we need. We need these fucking stuffy conservative religious types back. So comedy can be hey, fun man. again. Hey, man. I, you know, I'm not going to – I'm fine with getting a little bit of God in this country. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this listen. Is a, we this have is a, hey. You know, this is a Christian. This is a Christian nation. <laughs> this country was built on. And when I say Christian, get, I mean yeah. Christian Duran. Chris Belcher. You should. I was gonna say you should get merch to sell that says Christian Nation on it. Oh <laughs> yes. Well, one thing that was interesting to me, it's like, but the the late '90s, that was Clinton era. Like when we started being trashy as a country, like. That was under the Clintons' watch, the Bill Clintons' watch. Of course. Like, so I wonder. That was Democratic for eight years, and then I don't know. Like late nineties, we started to listen to Limp Biscuit and fucking Corn and yeah, Backwards K. That was tight. Tight, dude. <laughs> fucking Backwards K, dude. That's how you knew. I think it was they a were R. Wasn't it a backwards R? Oh, yeah. oh fuck! It's even more unexpected yeah, if it's backwards dude. R. It's like a dude. startup. <laughs> <laughs> That's where our uh, backwards letters are now, and they're in startup companies. Where, uh, yeah, yeah. Although corn, if corn was a startup now, it would be an umlaut L. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Hi, welcome to Corn. Uh, we help with BTB video conferencing. Like, yeah. It would actually be that's like one of those restaurants in New York where it's just corn and you're like <laughs> you're fuck? like fucking annoying. Like, we have corn on the cob, corn fucking polenta shit. Um but yeah, I was just it's just funny like so do you think because we're in a uh democratic kind of administration right now, do you think we'll be seeing some kind of like uh, dude, 99ish trash I hope we need wet t-shirt contest to come back. We need Hooters stock needs to fucking rise sharply. And I don't mean like this, like modern Hooters where we're like a little bit respectful to the waitresses. I mean, where the waitresses go in going disrespect me, but you better tip bitch. You better tip and you can be disrespectful. And I I think, uh, I mean, dude, I will bet. I would bet – I might bet money. There's got to be a Vegas bet on a Republican or Democrat winning the White House. I would probably bet $200 that a Republican will win in two and a half years. I, I like – that because it can't be Biden, right? He's going to be yeah. 82. And then it can't be Kamala because she just like – she just – like she just – 
stinks. She has the Hillary thing, and it's not because she's a woman. It's just she stinks. I don't know what to say. Like she just stinks. The Republicans sold their soul to get Trump in, and then the Democrats sold their soul to beat Trump. And now you right. have these two soulless, shitty parties with shitty candidates. There's no like where it's like yeah, yeah. There's it's I think we're doomed. I, I don't think anybody's going to be happy with who the president is ever again. At least not nah. in the distant, not in the the the, the near future. No, you that's know. not true. Every time, that's, every time, the, no, Why not at all. That? Because every time an election happens, every whoever the candidate is, the new fucking messiah. When fucking Mitt Romney was running, Republicans were like, oh, my God, this fucking guy. When Trump was running, this fucking guy. When Hillary dude, was the Republicans, running, this fucking guy. No, no, no. Dude, but the when John is, Kerry, dude, when John Kerry was running, people were like, holy fucking shit. John fucking Kerry. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's like the that's the people. That's like the party people who are like who get themselves happens- psyched up. But like if you look at the numbers, like they, no one like John Kerry didn't get anybody excited to go out and vote. Hillary didn't get anybody excited to go. Mitt Romney did. Like you're talking about like a, a candidate like Obama who comes literally like once every 30 or 40 years where everybody gets so inspired that they go out and vote in record numbers. The only reason why Biden got so many votes, like the most ever is only because of Trump. It was nothing to do with him. It was just, it was an anti-Trump vote. No one like, like that's what was funny about Biden winning. Like, you know, in New York, you go to like the, like little like park hangs and stuff that was happening. No one was like, Biden, yeah, let's yeah, go, Biden. Good. Like, yeah, it was like, all fuck Trump. Yeah. It was yeah. all fuck Donald Trump. And uh, I mean, I I love Christian's bit about Trump, where you're like, I don't miss him, but I do think about him in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. Well, yeah, I, really I've said funny. it before, but like one of my favorite bits is fucking Brett's. Uh, now we're just doing a hand job session, but like, yeah, dude, jerk it. <laughs> Brett's bit about like Biden is just the is is just the car you got to take to get to work. With it's a check engine light that you're ignoring, yeah. <laughs> but you got to get to work. You got to get to work, but I mean, I is it gonna be Trump? Because like you know he. He fucking did a speech where he said if he if he decides to run and wins, he's gonna he's gonna fucking pardon every January sixth guy. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is like, dude, he's back, baby. <laughs> did he say that? Yeah, I totally said that. Oh my god, Bill Maher's been like, like, ha- uh, I love his, I love him, and I love his show. I know how you feel with, but he uh, he ha- he's been talking about this for a while now that like Trump's coming back and it's a slow moving coup, and yeah. he's like he lost last time and what he's doing now is like quietly removing all the people that stood in his way, all the Republicans mm-hmm. that stood in his way last time, and just installing people who will do his bidding, yeah. and it's just going to be like his fucking he's going to be the next. Putin, basically, he's American. Putin. Yeah, God, I dude. cannot wait, dude. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> the thing is, like, Biden has been such a disaster that if Trump ran against Biden again, there's no way. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's enough anti-Trump sentiment to, for Biden to get votes again, but no one. That's like, oh God, it's just a, it's just a nightmare scenario. Thinking of those two guys running against each other again. By going back to Bill Maher, I, I love Bill Maher now. I think his show is the best it's ever been because he doesn't cowtail to the fucking liberals any yeah. like he hates cancel culture he hates annoying progressive shit he he hates all like it's the best his show's ever been because it's not like it used to be super snarky in a way that was just like if you guys just did it my way everything would be better but now he's just like he's snarky in a way that he's like you guys are all fucking idiots and since everybody is fucking dumb like it's great it's the best it's ever that show is is, is perfect now it's great mm. no i didn't i've never uh i don't i've never seen bill maher but uh i and i um he did used to typify annoying atheism uh and yeah, yeah I mean, maybe was, he's dialed yeah. back on that well i mean but that's the thing no, like he's never done that but yeah he, he like he 
that was part of the reason why I found him so annoying is because again, he had this attitude of like, I'm so right about this and everybody else is so dumb. If you just believed what I believed, it would just be, it was just like this idea of like, if everybody had just thought the way I thought the world would be a better place type of like, kind of like narcissism. And I don't think he, although I do believe that I, I know it's narcissistic, but I genuinely think if Americans had either my brain or either of you, I'll extend this to you two fellas. I think the country would be better if uh, there were, you know, people of our thoughts as more. Yeah, than but we say that, but all of our things, all of our shortcomings would be so amplified because it would be on a large scale. Like for me, it would be a lot of people just eating Doritos on a couch. <laughs> Everybody would be like, dude, we have to be productive again. Like, what are we doing? Why are we wasting the day? Yeah. And then be me, a, everybody yeah. would just be sitting in their apartment, not talking to each other. Yeah. And then for Brett, the economy would collapse because no one would want to spend money. <laughs> the American GDP is uh, $42,000. Uh, I don't know how Americans are tightening their belt. Um, that's, uh, I, I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. But I mean that in terms of like intelligence, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I do think, uh, I know like in stand up or approaching comedy, you're supposed to be like, Oh, like I'm dumb. But the truth is, is I actually am pretty confident. I am in the upper percentile of intelligence. I don't think I am exceptionally exceptional. I think I am in the upper echelon, but I'm not like smart enough to be like do anything with my intelligence, but I am smart enough to be kind of just like unhappy about my life and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, it's like the worst level where it's like, I'm not like a, like a, I'm not like a thought leader who like, Oh my God, I can monetize my brain. Into yeah. like you know you know those like public intellectuals yeah yeah. By the way, I was thinking about them and I, I love the the idea of a public you know you ever you know there's like sucky failed comedians like imagine how sucky it must feel to like pursue public intellectual and then it's just like <laughs> yeah that guy you know Josh that guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, but you're, yeah, you're smart enough to know that you could be doing more. <laughs> I know. Dude, I I know for a fact, like, dude, I really think I have really underachieved in life. Like, with just like I mean, you everything. Still got, you still got time, buddy. I know. Yeah. I'm not I'm not your age, Christian. Don't worry. <laughs> but this goes back to like I feel like the, the intelligence is like intelligence and being manipulatable is what's different. Because I think the three of us in particular are people who aren't easily manipulatable. Is that a word? Manipulative? Yeah. Manipulatable. Yeah. yeah. Like there's people who I think fall for shit easier. And I, the Joe Joe Rogan stuff in the news now is like a good example. It's like, I know super smart people who are like, like we got to like go after Rogan. Like Rogan is being irresponsible. He's, he's peddling misinformation. Like this is so bad. Like he's causing people to die. And it's like, and then my favorite one was like the shut, the Spotify stock dropped $4 billion when Neil Young made, it's like, dude, the whole stock market crashed. Like what you really gonna, you really think Neil Young caused Spotify's (laughs) fucking stock to cry? Are you out of your mind? We're not streaming Harvest Moon that much. (laughs) I know. It's a, it's a good song, but Jesus. It's smart people who are just, they want to believe something so bad that they just have these awful takes that are just so laughably untrue. It's like I'll say this. All right, so if if a cage fighting commentator has a spell over people and they're taking their medical advice from him, then we don't have a cage fighting commentator problem. What we have is a culture problem. We have a bunch of people who are dumb who are taking advice yeah. from a guy who is not a doctor. So if we're trying to fix the problem, if you just silence this cage fighting commentator, nothing changes. It's just there's going to be another one right after him who, by the way, would probably be a lot worse than him because Joe Rogan, is- to his faults, is at least a, a mess. 
magnanimous dude from what I understand. I mean, I know people who've met him and like, he's not like a egomaniac who is enjoying his influence yeah. over people. I, I, if anything, I think it probably bothers him that he can't just do a, a podcast about Bondo apes and magic mushrooms and all that other shit. Like, you know, and again, I don't know him personally, obviously, but, um, but just like, I don't know. It just, to me, I think like the idea that we're all lining up like to censor him is like, when has that ever gone well? When has, dude, I was watching The View in like, I, I, the first segment was Joe Rogan and they were talking oh, about Oh, and we got to talk View next. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. This was in the same episode, I think, too. The first episode, they literally were talking about Joe Rogan and how he's so irresponsible and he is he needs to ban book or we need to ban him and this, that, and the other. Then the next segment is about this Holocaust book that got banned. And then the, all the women of The View are like, how dare they ban books? Banning books is so bad. How, it's so you can't fight bad language with. You need to fight bad language with good language. You don't. You know all the I, I, the standard things. Oh, they didn't language. just say that. But I'm like, what you, like, how could you possibly go from we need to ban this guy, then to a next segment, just a commercial break in between? You're like banning doesn't do anything. Like, do you have no cognitive dissonance about what you're talking about? And it's like people are so riled up about everything right now that they don't have the ability most people smart people are falling under these spells that they don't realize that what they're doing is so dumb and 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 so wrong because like i said censoring rogan's not changing shit it's not it's not going to do anything other than make him bigger so but what we should talk about is uh (laughs) the one and only Whoopi goldberg I, i you know i love that probably i didn't know when they did that episode uh but i imagine that episode they're like joe rogan says some so much stupid shit oh get him <laughs> take his mic away and then Whoopi goldberg i believe said that the holocaust wasn't there was nothing racist about it because it was white people killing white people oh, is that correct and that's yeah, what that's, tell- a, that's that's kind of the idea i think she said that the the, 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 the the holocaust had nothing to do with race and that instead it was uh humanity being cruel to, to human humanity basically and i think what the i i think i think i understand the points that she was trying to make but yeah. i think that she just said it way 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 wrong so dumb yeah, and it, and it just it just, just wrong. Yeah, right. I think what she was trying to say is if like if you strip away racism as an issue, humanity is still very cruel, and it's not it, things that are things aren't just racial. Like the things that we have in the problem that are, the things that problems that we have in the country that are racial. It's not like if we fix them, everything would be all right because there's all these other problems that aren't racial that are happening. I think that's where she was trying to go with it, but she just like butchered it and said it really poorly. Um, Fair enough. That could be like the Kanye butchering where he said uh, people take it to him saying slavery is a choice. Right. And he was trying to make a broader point and boy, did it come out ugly. Yeah. And I think with her, it's like she she didn't show up to the studio that day with the intention of trying to belittle the Jewish people. No, it's just I don't think she has hatred in her heart for Jewish people. No, that uh, if she did, she'd be like me with Odir. Go on. (laughs) I think she's. I think she's at worst ignorant. But I think ignorant. I think ignorance okay. Like ignorant can be combated with new information. You know what I mean? Like that's what I totally. If if someone's ignorant, they are just missing information, and you give them the information, they go, "Oh, I didn't know that." No, I'm not ignorant. Thanks for telling me. So she like her. And I think in her mind, she didn't think about it. And she's like, oh, yeah, Jews were white. Nazis were white. It had nothing to do with race because it was white on white. Like, you know what I mean? But it is stupid because, like, even not knowing that he killed people of – he killed black people. Like, he – that's why Jesse Owens – That I don't even know much about that piece of history. I know probably, like, the storybook version. But that's why it was, like, historic and that uh, black guy came to Germany and beat all of his white Aryan athletes to prove – like, don't we all know that? Like, don't we all know that? Well, that so I think the missing piece for her was that one, I think she probably knew that Hitler was trying to make a master race and thought that you know Aryan people were the master race, but 
he very also very specifically said that Jews were their own race and were less than and maybe she didn't know that, but I don't know. Again, it's like if you're ignorant, you can be that's can be fixed with more information. If you're if you're hateful and you just have hate in your heart, that's not going to be fixed about anything. And I don't think the latter is true. So no, Whoopi is not hateful. But it's like if but, you make a mistake, if you make a mistake like that, like I don't know. I just think that like instead of this terrible culture where we act like she's the worst human in the world and we demand yeah. that she be fired and we we act like her entire character is now summed up in that those seven or eight words she said or whatever i just think it's so exhausting and shitty and i think it's just there we can just all learn a lesson from this and be like oh, well spoke and- all right but the um thing about the view is the point of the view is it's for the point of the show is they take four uninformed squawk boxes. <laughs> I mean, and they go, and they go, all right, guys, they don't prepare. They don't re- research. They, they take four uninformed squawk boxes and they tell them to stall for an hour. That is that is the show is a producer a producer yeah. is behind the camera going like waving his finger like I don't yeah. just go just talk and they throw the stories at him they don't read them beforehand they don't even catch the headline they yeah. just start and frequently they say dumb silly stuff yeah. it's why it's a show Here's a here's an interesting thing, and I think this is what happened with Whoopi. Um, they get so used to saying the dumb uh, clap thing. Yes, the, yes. The dumb, the dumb statement. It's it's inherently dumb, but it gets applause because it's like good old common sense type of thing. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, it usually rhymes or something. It's like, we don't need a play date. We need to play marriage. Woo! Right? It's like fucking, it doesn't make any sense. It's the stupidest thing ever. Right? So like, okay, so this is, the first time I ever noticed it was when Sherry Shepard was on the show. I remember this because it was when Sherry Shepard thought that the world was flat. Oh boy. Nice. They were like, Sherry, do you think the world is really flat? And she's like, I don't know. I don't, I haven't, I, don't, I haven't asked that question. I haven't done the research. They're like, but like you went to elementary school, right? She's like, well, <laughs> and she, she says this one thing and I'll, I'll look up the clip later, but she says to paraphrase, it's like, well, listen, I had a single, I was a single mother trying to raise a, raise a daughter. I didn't have time to figure that out. And like, she thought she was going to get applause for being like, I had to put my child first before thinking if the world was round or not. You're like, no, you're actually such, (laughs) such a bad, like that's such a applause bait line where it's like, you're saying like single mother and raise kids. And it just, it almost can, if you're not actually doing any amount of critical thinking, it can hook you into being like, yeah, go yeah, you. She's kind of right, but yeah. So, so I think, <laughs> dude. Whoopi, I think Whoopi was just going like, "Let's forget about race for a minute." This was awful in yeah. general, and she just said it like the dumbest possible way. Right, and this is um. There's a great Christian. You're you're so right as far as them thinking they're gonna grandstand and then they say something yeah. stupid. The best view example of it, I believe it's uh, Kelly Osborne, Sharon and Ozzy's uh, daughter. Sure. And this was during, um, you know, Trump era 2016-ish. And Trump had just said, like, build that wall or something. And mm-hmm. Kelly is – this is my one of the best view clips. Kelly is going off on this soapbox where she's like – trying to like you know condemn that as being hateful and she says something like and that's the thing if we like immigrants like are the best and if we if we if we build a wall and lock them out of this country who is going to clean our toilets yeah (laughs) and it's it's like yeah and 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 
you can see her picking up steam like here we fucking go time to stick the landing and then she says like who is gonna (laughs) clean up after us and you can just feel the audience warp in (laughs) 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 like no the take (laughs) <laughs> yeah these people are so separated they're they yeah, live yeah, privileged yeah. lives they're so separated from real life that they have and they have all the confidence in the world that what they're about to say is gonna be a fucking hit a home run a, right so like every now and then you'll get caught in that moment where whoops <laughs> the caught in the 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 cycle like the trap of their own privilege because like I, I mean, she grew up insanely wealthy and like, I, it's just a great clip because you could just see someone have total belief in themselves and just like, I think even one other member just goes like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's also just being on that show um, where like you just get used to the applause breaks. You just get used to the applause for saying something inane. And it's funny because I notice it on Bill Maher's show a lot. Whenever you just say something very liberal, <clears throat> like it, you get an applause break from his audience. His mm-hmm. audience is so, – and I know Bill – I know Bill notices and he he's so smug that he must think his audience is like stupid for doing it because oh, like, yeah. all you have to do is say like uh, we got to get Trump – out of there. I don't care what we got to do. People are like, woo, we need healthcare for all Americans. That's it. Woo. Whatever, whatever liberal point. It's like that family guy bit where she just goes out and she's like, 9 11. <laughs> like, <she just> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is funny though when his audience gets confused about what, like, if they're like a little bit uninformed about the thing, he's like, right. we got to get the uh, Eureka gas pipeline back to standard. And they're like, is that, do we hate oil? (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty sure pipeline bad, but maybe, I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I thought oil was bad. I don't know. I don't know. That's so funny, man. That's so funny. But that's why everything is, everything is, it's always a little more gray, even though things are evil. Like yeah. take, take the vaccine, like the vaccine. Thank goodness. It's awesome. Science may have got us here, but the vaccine is, you know, helps us all not die. Nonetheless, it was made by pharmaceutical companies who have done a lot of irreparable harm to many right. families. Yeah. Uh, in addition to done some good things, but also, uh, the opioid epidemic was like truly not, fucking devastated so many uh, people in the country. It's not irrelevant. Yeah. But then like it's, you, we get into this thing where, again, people have lost their mind. We're like, if you question Pfizer, you're a piece of – like liberals have turned Pfizer. into these people who are like, yeah. how dare you question the fucking oh, experts and science who work at <laughs> Pfizer who are trying to sell their vaccine. Like, and again, like – can't stress enough vax boosted everything right thing to do uh i do think um there's some dogma behind it though that it makes the resistance to it come from a dude oh my god that makes sense god i want to talk about this i know we're wrapping up but talk about like dogma and religion of politics and shit my friend adele and i were walking on down the street having a nice time adele the the Adele no the Adele uh, I don't know how I haven't mentioned to you I should be more successful in showbiz anyway uh, no but me, my friend and I are walking we go into a toy store and it's a kids toy store just to like oh let's look around it's fun maybe I'll get some for my nephews and there's a section for it says real life superheroes and it's action figures of politicians. Barack no. Obama, Joe Biden, AOC. No. No. I think Pelosi had one. Uh, real? Yeah, and I it realized, and I literally start laughing, and I said uh, to my friend, I go like, is there anything sadder to get for a kid 
than <laughs> than one of the, than than like this like emblem, action figure. <laughs> emblem of this individual's sociopathy and yeah. that parents like religious obsession celebrityification of a person who by the way wants you to worship them that's why they ran in the fucking first place that fucking crazy urge and I, I and I got in like a little bit of a tiff with the woman and the woman the toy owner literally because I, I was making fun of it and she said um you know for the kid and all of us and I was like I hope what? my expression yeah no. like because she said some comment that was like like stank on me making fun of it and she said like well you know there's always a kid in all of us and I was just like in my head I let her have but in my head I'm like I hope my innocence never expresses itself by a worshipping level of like affection for fucking politicians who suck like even if they're good they suck I thought you were going to say there was action figures of like nurses and doctors and stuff no which that's like no that wouldn't have been that bad that's good i get that i can't believe that there would be (laughs) politician action figures as if they've like it's that's 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 like a not the onion on on reddit i know like that's such a fucking i can't believe that's real like the amount of like how tone deaf you have to be how utterly fucking and then these type of liberals oh. make fun of Trump people for putting Trump on their hats and shit. Get a it's- new Rand Paul doll with filibuster action. <laughs> <laughs> includes gavel. <laughs> <laughs> Strom Thurmond includes <laughs> ripping up the civil rights bill. Oh my God. Minority whip leader Mitch McConnell <laughs> comes with whipping action. He comes with um, one last thing. I, I just what because I this thing has been on my mind. It's like why do we care so much what Joe? I feel like nobody really gave a fuck that much what Joe Rogan was saying or who he was having on until he was on Spotify. Like, what is it about signing a hundred million dollar thing that like all of a sudden you like? people give a fuck way more i think like, i imagine is, he has the same reach right no no i well i i i think now maybe his reach is more known in public like how just how big his podcast was like people in comedy have been saying this for a long time like four years ago we were saying this like you know like it would be better for our careers to get on joe rogan's podcast and it would to get on jimmy fallon right like so we've known for a long time that his podcast is humongous uh i think like now the mainstream is coming there but i also think there's a a, there's a threat like all of these news companies who have horrendous ratings who no one is watching now all of a sudden joe rogan gets the all these views and all these and i think there's like a, a takedown because they're yeah. threatened. Like they're basically like Pepsi to Coke. You know what I mean? Like it's become a business rival. It's become, okay, well now we have to fucking use all of our might to take this guy down. And it's, it's, it's just, I think it's dishonest. And I think there's a lot of really in the grid. I'm not a, I don't, I say this all the time. I don't worship at the altar of Joe Rogan. Uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't listen to most of his podcast. If he has someone on I like, it's usually a comedian and I listen and I, and very rarely do they ever touch on vaccines or anything like that. Uh, but, and I, and I did listen to those two interviews, the ones with the doctors just to, to see what they were all about and stuff. Um, Cause my dad, you know, was, was in on them and stuff uh, about the vaccine being dangerous and stuff. And it's like, dude, like you can't, we can't just like censor the stuff we don't like. Like he had on medical experts. It's not like he had an Alex Jones on talking about the vaccine. He had on medical experts who gave. Yeah, but even that's fine. I mean, I know, but like, if you're saying like he's spreading disinformation, you you have a bigger case if he's just sitting there with Alex Jones pumping out anti-vax stuff to millions of people. But he has doctors who are like who know more about it than most people. Right. So like, even if the doctors are wrong or mistaken or whatever, like it's not quote unquote peddling of misinformation. Like peddling of misinformation is an intentional thing that 
ultimately the, the 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 mainstream media actually does on purpose i mean he made a good point when he he made like a statement and he's like i get pushed back i push back when people say i'm peddling misinformation because stuff that is misinformation you know nine months ago is no longer misinformation and like right, he, yeah. he cited a few examples one of them is like cloth masks don't work if you said cloth masks don't work nine months ago you were a, a, a fucking uh tinfoil hat person yeah. the lab leak theory you know it, it, at the beginning of the vaccines there was basically saying that if you're vaccinated then you can't pass COVID on to everybody well now they're saying you can so like stuff has changed and people who were saying it early were canceled and or deplatformed and or called names and or discredited and then all that stuff turned out to be true so like you can't just have this this stance of anything that's misinformation is it's, it had needs to be silenced because misinformation will turn out to be true in nine months and not all of it but some of it will so that's the reason why we need free ideas flowing so people can talk about it mm. well um i'm glad you summed that up for me and 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 by the way anyone on the conservative side who's complaining about rogan canceled this that it's like shut up i honestly like i'm i'm over like uh, there's outrage and there's outrage about outrage and they're all outrage so it's like like joe rogan and and other individuals they monetize the outrage about outrage too and so you know it's all a cock up anyway this is the last bastion of free speech left in america so you need to support your rights are under attack uh with that said get to the plugs chris is that what we're getting to i believe so i just wanted to ask whitmer whitmer nick whitmer the only plug this week that you need is nick whitmer's special taping Sunday, February 6th at the Comedy Shop in the uh, Greenwich Village of New York City. Look it up. Get your tickets. Whitmer, how are you feeling about this? I'm feeling really excited. I just did a walkthrough last night. Everything's looking good. I got my outfit picked out. Nice. I got, if you got my, I got my director. I got my sound guy. I got everything. It's gonna be awesome. God. Six o'clock show, eight o'clock show, Greenwich Village. Get my tickets. Just go into the link in my Instagram, Nick underscore Whitmer, and uh, it's gonna be a if, lot of fun. If Whitmer wears a tuxedo, I'll be fucking furious. Um, <laughs> the um, <laughs> it changes it to a white one. Um, yeah. If you're listening and you're, uh, do you can also DM me. I'll send you a link. Uh, if you're too lazy to go to Whitmer's, just go to the taping. It's gonna be great. These three boys are on it. Yeah, the loan is less than the three of us running. Oh, we did Brett's show, but yeah, point remains. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, guys. All right. We'll see you Sunday. See you Sunday. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.